test your audio for me real quick? Testing, testing, one, two, three. Testing, testing, one, two, and three. Sounds good on my end. Heck yeah. Oh my gosh, it has been a day, man. I hear you, man. Tell me about it. What's been uh you want to save it for the podcast? Or <laughs> you want to talk about it now? Bro, we're I mean, we're live. Like I so I think what I'm gonna do from now on, because this worked pretty well, and I'll uh-huh. get back to kind of like old edits when I have a little more time. Like I'll probably because I still want to put your ninja thing at the beginning of one of these. Um <laughs> but I've just been doing the live stream and then downloading the live stream and making the podcast out of it. So yeah, you, pretty, why not? you pretty much get it at like, you know, going live starts the recording. And so I just download that and then throw that in the podcast feed. Yeah. I don't blame you. It makes it easier <laughs> with how busy too we are right now. Yeah. Hello, Jenna. That's why I haven't, I haven't been able to get the clips, you know, I haven't been able to work it in and oh, I've really man. been wanting to and trying to, but when you work 12 hour days, it's just hard. Yeah. I guess the, has the, the chat window not caught up with the live stream yet? I guess it's a little... Bu- oh, I'm not. I'm not. Okay, never mind. F- forget what I said. I Technical stuff on my end. All oh, right. you good, man. Uh, so we need this. But yeah, eventually we'll get back to our standard yeah. procedure. So it's just been kind of crazy because like, I'm, I'm doing a lot of editing at work now. And one of the things that I'm trying to learn is uh, captions. And there's some captions. really, yeah, there's some really, like, subtitles. Yep. Um, and there's some weird stuff about the way that you have to, to do that. Um, and... It's not straightforward, and I hate that it's not straightforward. Can I put Jenna in timeout? Is that fine? I don't think I can because Jenna's a moderator. <laughs> I can remove Jenna, though. <laughs> um, and so I spent most of the afternoon trying to get caught up on um, how all of that works. Mm, like how to put captions in videos yeah and so on premiere pro it's pretty so it's pretty easy the problem is getting your templates so there's a there's a function on it now that'll actually take the audio and make uh subtitles automatic yeah like yeah captions whatever and um they're the same thing and uh it's not 100% perfect like you have to go in and like edit a few things but it's nice. The problem is is that I haven't figured out how to put a very specific type of uh font that I've created um into that once the captions have been created. So I'm trying to figure out how to get a preset put onto the the subtitle so that then I can go back and edit the subtitles. Right. Um and so that's what I was doing this afternoon, and it was driving me crazy. Now, here you're trying to do those for clips on social media, although it does supposedly, they say, help engagement. It's a pain in the rear end to go slide by slide and do that. It takes so much more time on one, an automatic yeah. function like that to wear on Rush, that even if I just had to edit somewhat, it, if there was a preset, it'd just be well, great. Well, uh, eventually I'll just show you how to use Premiere, I think is what's going to have to end up happening, because Rush is so 
bare bones. Yes, it is. And the only reason that I used Rush to begin with was because it was pretty easy to change uh, to 9 by 16 from 16 by 9. But I apologize. Someone's you're good. banging on our freaking door. That's okay. Hang on. Jenna, how have you been? I hope I hope everything is going well on on your end and uh, anybody who happens to catch this, whether you come in while we're live or otherwise. I don't know um, why Jenna thinks Joseph is uh, being a homosexual. Jen Stonewall fifty seven, hello. Doing good. Still looking for a job, but good. Jen, are you still working for, uh, are you still doing, what was it, like farming or something like that? I know, dead air. Oh, no, dead air. I'm trying to think of things to talk about. My brain is, oh, nice. Still doing that farming. We're going to we're gonna talk about Citadel a little bit. I've only seen the first episode, and Joseph... Uh, betrayed me and decided he wasn't going to watch it this week so uh i have a, a little bit to say about that uh, but not much uh, might have a job with a marketing company that likes me waiting to hear back nice um marketing is fun that's a lot of what i do but i don't i don't do as much of like the seo and uh posting um it's mostly editing. And you wonder why I think he's gay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm waiting for him. To, I don't know what he... He's just... He is all sorts of trouble tonight. We were slightly late on my end because I had everything up and running and Discord was just borked. Like, it just wasn't working for some reason. Um, and he, like, called me and I answered and it just sat there like I hadn't picked up yet, so... I'm, uh, I'm, I don't know what was going on with that. It's, you know, technical difficulties. We're always, something's always going on. And, uh, we're, we're working on it. We're working on it. Um, been, uh, watching lots of anime, catching up on My Hero Academia, uh, which is pretty good. I've, I've been, I've been enjoying it. It's, uh, it's not the most, sharply written show uh but it's not bad all right nerds i'm back yeah marketing isn't bad i do client management for companies mostly oh nice black clover i, I like black clover quite a bit it's like uh anime harry potter but a little edgier uh which is fun anime uh, harry potter <laughs> yeah uh so it's this show about these people who live in sort of a uh medieval time period like it kind it kind of is, but things are like really good because magic exists, and so when you reach a certain age, you're given a, grim, a grimoire instead of a wand, and everyone tries to get into different. Uh, there's like this group of they're essentially like the knights of the kingdom, um, and there's eight eight different houses or something like that, and. Um, one of them is essentially like Slytherin, but if Slytherin was kind of the cool underdogs rather than just being the bad house, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so the main character ends up in that, and like his best friend slash rival ends up in what would essentially be Gryffindor. Like they're the best house. They get the first pick of like 
uh, the strongest candidates for for the kingdom or whatever, and uh, it's essentially about a character who has no magic and receives this like anti magic grimoire and like his rise to become what they would what uh, I guess the Dumbledore esque uh, position in the world is the Wizard King, <laughs> um, and so it's like all of these characters want like a lot of them have this goal to become that character that that like leader essentially over all of the knights in the kingdom um nice it's pretty cool it's a lot of fun uh and there's some really really like really good fights and uh just a lot of fun the the only thing i think that people don't like about it is the main character is very loud um which is sort of a it's kind of a trope in anime so you had like naruto was the same way and um you know they're just like these very boisterous type characters um, but I, I liked it. I, I like it quite a bit. I think it's it's a pretty well made show, and there's a lot of really good character arcs, which is something. Man, I'm telling you, anime is just absolutely destroying uh, the U.S. market when it comes to character writing. Dude, is it? Tell I, I mean, me about it. I know it doesn't take much, but it, it's unreal to me sometimes that I'll, I'll just be watching. It's like it, really anything. Um, you know, we we can talk about. You know, we're going to talk about Mario a little bit and um, some of the work that's done in that. Uh, but there's anytime I see something now where someone just is re- has like a really consistent character. It's it's not doesn't even have to be this incredible journey that they go on. But it's like when it's refreshing. It's just like whoa! <laughs> it's like oh, you're oh, actually a character. There's some you have like passions and desires and. Um, you care about you know certain people, and you, the reactions to certain situations um, are affected by whatever else happens to be going on with you personally and around you. And, and it's just like, man, I, <laughs> I can't believe it. Um, so, uh, yeah, man, it's it's so funny to for that to be the case. And then like, you know, every, the Mandalorian's on right now, and he is a. Oh. Absolute, just like, just man, paint drying on a wall. <laughs> I just could care less about Star Wars stuff. Yeah, anymore. I understand. I, I was like, I just, I don't care to talk about it. I don't <laughs> care. Like, I just don't want to see it. It's kind of like you know everything. Um, my entire timeline this past week has just been like Steven Crowder and oh Star Wars. And I'm just like, oh, God. Listen, this is why, like... You... And David French. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, that's your own fault. The algorithm... It's fault. No, it's I your fault. The, it. algorithm, the algorithm knows. <laughs> it's surpassing your muting. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty, I think you can block stuff like that. You, you'll have to do a little research into how, in, into how to get done. But yeah, I know he's like... Yeah, it's just that's the constant a... ber- berating of Christians from him, and it's like even on Easter he did. It. I'm hey, like, Zach, oh, can we just just take a step back? You know what I mean? Anyway, though, Star Wars. Though, yeah, hi Matt just... as well. You 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 haven't missed anything. Uh, we've just kind of been um, talking hey, about Matt, whatever. Hey Zach and hey General Stonewall. Yeah. Um, um, oh, so I watched. Well, speaking of Star, I watched Return of the Jedi last night. Um, it was sort of like a random thing, um, and it's funny because like even in that, I think it's of the three original movies, I think it's the weakest. Um, 
it's still pretty darn good. But there's some stuff in it that's just like it, it feels like it, the writing is a little bit messy, um, in places. And I, I, I yeah. shouldn't even say feels like the writing is just a little bit messy in some places. Um, but there's still stuff in there that's really good where um, that you can pull from. And yeah, enjoy. Han showing moments of like uh, weakness in his relationship with Leia, uh, being unaware at that time that he or that she and Luke are. Uh, related and he and you know he has this pretty strong relationship with her by this point in the movie and in in the whole like trilogy and he's basically like look if you are you know in in love with luke like i'll get out of the way i won't you know it's it's like um what would you i'm I'm, I'm, the words blanking on me but he's he is he's just kind of having this moment of weakness where he oh his confidence is completely drained almost right and she's just like you idiot he's my brother that's the that's the connection, and he immediately like is like oh, um, and it's funny because they don't have to like their whole relationship and the things going on with them. Though, you know, if you know about some of the stuff that was going on with Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford behind the scenes, like it does kind of pop on the screen a little bit. Like you know that the two of them <laughs> have this connection, but um, they uh, it still kind of works in Return of the Jedi, even though there's some stuff in there that's like I think that movie probably could have used an extra rewrite or two to like make things work a little bit smoother um but yeah man it's like they have character and personalities and desires and wants and like i said you get to a lot of this like modern star wars stuff and you're like what and not to mention that now watching that um you know they went back and added uh hayden christensen into it which i thought was stupid because uh, it's like darth vader doesn't die as Hayden Christensen like why is he why does he look like that when he comes back yeah like he has aged 30 years I think uh at that point um they added like you know the Gungans are kind of in the background there's this really stupid song in Jabba's palace it's it's cringeworthy some of the additions to that yeah and I, I definitely I thought more this past week about nostalgia nostalgia bait because I know you and I have talked about that a lot we've talked about like what's in the past, what's wrong with um, Marvel's writing or Disney's writing as a whole, I should say, regarding Marvel and Star Wars. Yeah. But when it comes to nostalgia, they, I don't necessarily, obviously, there's not anything necessarily, I would say, wrong with it after I gave it more thought. It's just, is it no. being implemented rightly? Yeah. And in a good way, because in a sense, it can be great. And, you know, you typically, what you have is when one movie or when one TV show does something really great and well done all these other shows try to copycat it uh to pick up an audience from it you know kind of how we talked about with game of thrones how you have all these characters in different places and then they're all on this journey to meet together at one singular point um and you have these other shows who try to do that the witcher and just failed at it and uh-huh. then other shows probably more successful less so um but I it really can be done. Yeah, it's not like it, Game of Thrones has some sort of secret sauce with that. You just you need good writing. It's just really what it comes good down writing, to. And that's what seems to be missing is just good writing to make the nostalgia bait effective. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it, and it works, man. I mean, we'll talk about Mario in a little bit, but I think a lot of the stuff in Mario is cre- like really effective. I, I agree. Um, but uh, the little Easter eggs in there. The little, yeah. Know. Yeah. I. I think maybe some of it goes a little too overboard, like 
they went a little hard for everything reminding you of Nintendo. And I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know about that. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. I don't want to get too far yeah. ahead, but a little, that, your little taste of our thoughts of that, that movie before we get into it. Um, but yeah, man, I think just Disney is suffering as a whole. I mean, you know, you have, I know you wanted to talk about, um, <laughs> Ariel. I need, bring, I need to bring this and, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you need to bring it up. But I just uh, wanted to say the animation for what's his name? The Crab and Flounder? Yeah. Oh, Sebastian and Flounder. That's it. Dude, I just, I don't, not not every single live action. I don't want to completely write off live action. I would just say, you know, for the most part, 2D animated movies are way better than, than these live action movies. Yeah. Um. Just be, I mean, there's just no innovation creativity the animation excel itself itself lacks emotional depth and nuance and expression this website's not uh, very good it's just bland uh, remake it's typically darker too less colorful sorry what what, what usually is the 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 live action animation and even oh, though yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, yeah, yeah. i hate they say just call it animation that's all it is yeah live there's action so much animation. there's so much cg in it now little mermaid remake is <laughs> yeah. an hour longer than the totally live action dude apparently that little mermaid movie is an hour longer than the original oh, brother man are they hiding the sisters is maybe i need to switch to google like an actual google search They're coming out with a live action, uh, How to Train Your Dragon. They're coming out all these Dude, live action why? stuff. I'm like, guys, can we have some new stuff, please? Okay. They're just desperate for money. I found I found a pretty good picture of it. Let's see. It's kind of like it has a it has that built in base. It's kind of like you know I had I opened up TikTok for the first time in uh, a while, and, I, and in the sense that I opened it up, looked at comments, and uh, responded. And dude, it was just. With regarding Black Panther, so many comments saying, "Well, Black Panther did great; it made eight hundred fifty-eight million dollars in the box office." I'm like, "Yeah, because people wanted to see how Chadwick Boseman was going to do it. Doesn't uh, you know this? How the storyline okay, was going to be listen, continued? Who cares if it made a lot of money? It still sucked. Like, who? Ca- I don't. I don't care if it made a lot of money. That just that either like." I don't know. Does that was that mean that people got suckered into seeing a bad movie? I mean, that movie is is objectively not good. Like the whole like, oh, it made a lot of money. It's like, so what? There's a lot of stupid things that make lots of money. Twilight made a lot of money. That doesn't inherently make it good. <laughs> it's, right. It's a it's a bad exactly. argu- it's a bad argument. Um, so this uh, this image, I, I was like on Facebook or something a couple days ago and ran across a post where someone was like, here's a look at Ariel's sisters in the new live action little mermaid. Um, (laughs) and I, I looked at this picture and I was like, okay, sisters. And then you look at the, 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 the diverse nature of her sisters, right? Now this is a hundred percent confirmed. Like somebody wasn't trying to meme it. No, this is, I'm, I am, 90% 90% sure this isn't a meme. And if, if it turns out that this was a giant joke, that I don't care, man. Like, whatever. It's kind of, yeah. you know, we'll, you know, be like, whoops. Yeah, sorry. Um, but no, I don't think that, I don't but think it's it the is. case. Um, uh, King Triton. Yeah, so uh, hey. it's funny. So my original thought on this was like, does, does King Triton have like a harem? Does he have like, 
many wives or does he like get around like what's going on with this mermaid society but then uh whoopa troopa uh also mentioned in our discord and he said he tweeted about it but i'm not on twitter enough to to see that kind of stuff um at this point uh but he also said like maybe he's a cuck <laughs> and his oh, and his wife no. is the his wife is the one that's getting around <laughs> oh man and it's just like okay so Let's take it from this this perspective because I, I I think this really is an interesting conversation to have with like world building. This right. is this in a very simplistic way is one of the things that we talk about. How like because you have to ask yourself the question: How does she have so many sisters from what looks like different backgrounds? Right? Yeah. Because different uh, ethnicities. Yeah, unless you're going to tell me that. In like the mermaids, it's kind of just like a root, like a um, like uh, one of those gotcha machines, you know, where like you get random prizes out of it, and that's just how the birthing system works in uh, like the mermaid world of this movie, where it's like, well, we don't know, it's just totally random how they come out looking. Uh, you know, it's like you got to ask yourself, like, what's what's going on here? Like, what's what's the plot point in what is probably going to be a PG movie? Like. Are you even going to 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 make a point of talking about it? Like, are they going to be like adopted? And that's I mean, because that could be the angle that that they go is that like Trident is such a good guy that he just adopt all these like mermaids without families or you know what I mean? I I'm curious. I re- <laughs> I don't think it's oh, enough. That is true. You know what I mean? I don't think it's enough yeah. to get me to watch the movie. But it just there's a lot of questions that come up, and also. Why didn't they think to be like, hey, we should probably explain this, unless they're just going to ignore it? Oh no, I think you're right. You know what I mean? I looked up. I'm seeing this. If if you love it. dot com is right, I'm assuming it is. It seems like uh, this kind of stuff's right up their alley. Uh, these kind of movies, but yeah, it's like apparently one of them's from the the. I'm not even trying to pronounce these seas, na- these different names of these fictional seas, uh, but there's a yeah. whole map of uh, the mermaid sightings for them. But yeah, no, this is this is <laughs> yeah, yeah. The world building it just kind of it's kind of odd. It's what we talked about with The Witcher, right? To where you know one of the important aspects of world building is when you have you know kingdoms that are colored different right like the brick like every kingdom isn't just brown must, as dude. far as the brick or, or gray you yeah. know what i mean but oh, yeah, they have the different map. uh signifying like features such as okay this kingdom's red this kingdom's green this kingdom's blah 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 right and then when the makeup of that people you know are uh you know this group you know that's a bit farther north like you have in Game of Thrones are white, but the closer you get to the equator, their skin tones and their ethnicity changes, right? And yeah. so stuff like that helps with being able to, um, you know, help your audience know what region they're coming from, right, as the story's progressing. Now, one of the things I thought about, too, is, you know, are, are these going to be, like, literal sisters or more like friends? Uh, that's, yeah, well... We'll see. You know, like allies. Because they're saying you know I mean? sisters. Yeah. And that's all we have to go on. Because you're right. We, The movie could come out and be like, well, they're not actually sisters. And they could go the adoption route. But the first thing, even with this map, right? The only thing that I can see from this is like Trident gets around. <laughs> yep. And 
dude, they might go that route. Like the disconnect, the disconnected father angle, you know? And all of a sudden, 50 Cent's song starts playing. I don't know what you say about me. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't get a dollar out of me. <laughs> Man. Uh, yeah, so that's yeah. kind of my first thought, too, when you asked me about it earlier. I, I Yeah, but I just was kind of like, huh. Uh, when's this movie released? Bro, I don't know. I still, you know, we've talked. I think we've talked about it the last two weeks, and I still, I, I don't, I don't care. But there is these like weird things that are happening. May twenty sixth. May twenty sixth. Okay, like there's stuff that's happening around this movie, like them announcing this. Where I go, like, this feels newsworthy. Like it, this seems like yeah. something that we should talk about. <laughs> oh man! So you've been. Uh, I ha- I didn't get a chance to, but you've been watching the Citadel, right? Uh, I have seen the first episode. I was going to watch the second episode, uh, but I got, I was pretty tired, um, cause I was trying to f- like get it all done, like at the last minute. So like, I was like, I'll just watch Mario and then, and then watch, uh, this like Citadel back to back or whatever. I'll be good. And, um, I actually had to go back and, uh, like rewatch some stuff from Mario so that I could, because uh, I was like, there was some stuff that wasn't clear, and I think I fell asleep for a couple minutes. That's not an indication of the movie, by the way. That was just because I was really tired. It had nothing to do with the movie. Um, so yeah, I uh, I've seen the first episode of Citadel, um, and it's it's all right. Uh, it, I mean, it, you know, it's a really expensive show, so you shouldn't be um, surprised by that, probably. Um, it looks really nice. Uh, also, the Russo brothers are like producers on this. I don't know yes. how connected they really are to this, other than their name is on it, and they probably funded and maybe had some like little things here or there. Um, but I thought they were going to be more connected to it. Typically, when you have someone with a big name like that and you have a big production like this, usually they're at least early on a little more involved uh so like anton fuqua when um uh the terminal list came out i think he directed at least the first episode um and he was a producer on it and so that yeah, was they get their feet wet they get into the swimming pool yeah it's like so you have these bigger names who were like all right uh i'll do the first episode and i'll be a producer on this and kind of put my name and my backing behind that now they may have they may direct later episodes like i might come back next week or the week after and be like oh yeah they actually did end up directing a couple episodes but um, I I would have thought that they just because of the way that this has been marketed that they were going to be more heavily involved than they are. Like I don't even think they have writing credits on this, which to be honest is a good thing because we talked about <laughs> we talked about Gray Man. Um, I think that they get in a lot of instances too much credit for some of that stuff. I, I think Civil War is the standout for them. Um, and actually I'd have to go back and see. What their writing yeah, credit? I'm, what their writing credit was on that? Um, but I think they did the help write it. Second most expensive so, show Amazon's done behind the uh, Rings of Power. Uh, the Rings of Power, and I'm kind of surprised they would bet that big on the Russo Bros. I don't know what Jennifer Salk is thinking, but apparently she's yeah. just well hitting nailers. I mean, again, nothing against the root against the Russo Bros. I don't mean by like betting on them just this much. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? To where the price is just. Been like, should you really be spending? I'm gonna get the numbers here. Yeah. Well, and so I, so with this, I would say, if anyone is interested in watching it, 
watch it with a little bit of caution because I don't know where it's going to go. I think the first episode's fine. It's mostly just set up for the season. So you get, like, your inciting incident. You get to see kind of where the characters are after that. And you sort of get uh, an idea of where this is probably headed. Um, It's very Daniel Craig, James Bond, uh, the Born Identity-ish kind of show. You know, you have spies and espionage and really violent fights, like that kind of thing. Yeah, no, I get you. How much do you think the budget was for this? Let's see. How much much was Rings of Power again? Uh, What was it? I just can't remember. The budget for for Rings of Power was five hundred million, but then once you do the marketing for it, you know they say a billion dollars for the first season. I would say two hundred fifty million. Oh, dude, you close three hundred million dollars. Okay, so that's pretty good. That's That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. uh, For this, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well, like it's that's that's for the whole show, right? Yeah, I wonder what for season one. Yeah, well, I'll be able to tell you as the season goes on probably where that money went now we all know that with rings of power it went to cocaine like giant <laughs> mountain doom size mountains of cocaine um but we'll see with this because n- both of these actors are n- known but not not millions and millions of dollars like Pri- priyanka chopra like i think the only thing that she's uh, known for was that that uh that show she did a few years ago uh the Fed one. I think they were in the FBI. I, it's maybe someone in the troll room remembers. Um, but that's like all she's really... Oh, and she's married to Nick Jonas, one of the Jonas brothers. Um, and yep. and then Richard Madden was... In, he, he's done some stuff, but Game of Thrones is still the thing that he's the most known for. Um, and I guess a lot of people want him to play Bond, uh, but who knows if they're going to do that uh, at this point. I think... Uh, they're looking to diversify that role. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm I'm not uh too outside of Game of Thrones. Let's see. What ha- I know Eternals. Oh, that's right. He I was in Eternals. I've... Eternals doesn't count. <laughs> I think I've seen him in something else, but I guess I'm not too familiar um, he was in with the his sh- acting range cuz he was good. I enjoyed yeah. him in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Eternals, I'm not going to put that on him. Yeah, they're <laughs> they yeah, they were kind of told to be blank slates. probably too stoic yeah. Very, yeah um he was in that show the bodyguard on netflix i never watched it but people like it oh yeah i don't i i was uh, i didn't watch it yeah. either um so yeah i uh you know this is sort of just a preliminary sort of talk review. about this yeah i don't even I, I barely want to call it a review it's just hey that that first episode was kind of interesting um it was uh, i guess i'll say this like it was interesting enough for me that i'm like i want to see where this goes you caught yeah. enough of my attention. Um, you know, the action is still... I, Dude, I I wish we could get back to a time where action, not slow-mo, but that they would take their time with it a little bit more. That it was a little more clear what was going on, and we didn't just have tons of fast edits to hide what is usually bad choreography. Yeah, I would have to go back to the the major action scene in this. It's not awful. It just it's one of those things where it's just it, there's like tons of stuff happening and people are getting shot and there's blood and and you're like shaky, uh, like what? Yeah, like okay, I, I guess this is fine. Um, it, it's not the worst I've ever seen 
because uh, again, Rings of Power exists. So um, Matthew said that Richard Madden would need a lot more charisma in order to play Bond. Uh yeah, and we'll see how he does in this because I don't know. I mean, like he's he's decent in this first episode. Like, um, I don't I don't want to talk too much about it because I it, it would I, honestly I would be spoiling just about anything that I I said about the plot, other than the fact that they're spies. Yeah. <laughs> That's about all I can say. Well, I plan on hopefully watching it this week or weekend, and then this weekend we're going to go see Guardians to get though, and yeah. uh, talk about it next week. Yep. Yeah. So I'm going Thursday, and then you said you were going maybe Sunday, something yeah. like that. I have to work next week now, so I won't be uh, taking days off until the following week, like the starting the 16th. Um, but I'm still going to go see it on Sunday. Um. Yeah. Math. Uh, Matthew mentioned too the Daredevil hallway scene that's in the in season one. It is that's exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, I, I actually think that's a really good example. Um, and that uh, is like kind of an extension of uh, one of my favorite action movies of all time, The Raid. A very uh-huh. well choreographed like the you know what's happening in the action scenes in The Raid. It's very clear, and that's one of the reasons that it's so good is because you're like, this is top-notch action. Some, the choreography, the way that it all works out, um, even like not necessarily the fight scenes, but what you would consider just action scenes. So like when someone's in trouble, like there's a scene in the raid where um, a couple of the officers are like stuck in a wall, and there's a guy like stabbing the wall with a machete or whatever, yeah. and, and everything is, it, 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 you know what's happening in that and with a lot of modern action it's either confusing and then when you go back to look at it you you kind of understand why it's confusing that happens a lot in rings of power just like a lot of stupid incidences or coincidences or people just teleport across the screen in order for for scenes to make sense you know that that kind of stuff um and i this isn't that bad like that's not a knock on this at all like i'm not far enough into it to be able to tell you for certain um but the first episode is interesting enough and the premise is interesting enough that I'm like, all right, let's see where this goes. Let's see what they this grand spy tale has to offer. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I'm, I am cautiously optimistic about the direction of this. I mean, it could turn out to be all right. You know, we Amazon is pretty hit or miss, but when they hit... They are. It's usually pretty good. Um, I they get a lot of crap deservedly for the Rings of Power stuff, and there's no reason not to continue to drive that home in the hopes that it will never happen again. Just as far as like you know, once oh, the Rings of you know, yeah, well, once the Rings of Power stuff is finally over, whether that's after season two or when it finally ends, like five or six years from now, um, the contra- contractually obligated for. Five seasons. So yeah, we'll but see. you can get out. You can get out of contracts. Yeah, you can get out of contracts if you're bleeding, if oh, you're hemor- hemorrhaging money. money, or if like Amazon just comes around one day and is like, "We're we're closing the studio," you know. Um, they can get out of contracts, but yeah, it, w- whenever that finally happens, the hope is that the damage is bad enough that they learn their lesson, you know. And yep. I guess we can just go ahead and get into it. Something that maybe. And again, I don't want to put a 100% like we're headed in the right direction with this because there are 
the wrong lessons that can be learned from Mario. Um, but for a kids movie freshman outing for Nintendo, and this being a kid, yeah, this being a kids movie, it's not that bad. No, it's not. Uh, honestly, at all. I was. I'll I'll say that I was pleasantly surprised by the Mario movie. Um, I will say I will go a step further and say not only was I pleasantly surprised, I uh, now I didn't get to listen to their entire review, but I listened to a bit of EFAP's review of yeah. Mario, and I actually disagreed with some of the things they said. Uh, I don't remember because it's been so long, but, right? And I've been there's I've. <laughs> <laughs> just working a ton, but yeah, I just yeah, remember I what I was listening to. I was like, I, I don't fully agree. I get where they're coming from, but I I thought it was. I don't think it was a mediocre movie as they put it. I thought it was a pretty good movie. And again, oh well, that wasn't what I got from them. Yeah, again, I think I only listened to. I want to say the first thirty minutes of their review. I, I think they were a little. Like each of them was kind of in a different spot with it, but I think they kind of landed like it's from fine to like it's pretty good because that like some of the stuff that they were talking about and I, stuff that I agree with them on is like I w- wish they had spent a little more time with the characters. Like there's these really nice character moments, but they they fly by them so quickly it's like they had like it, it's almost like stuff was that's cut, a good point was like cut from the movie um and i i guess spoilers because i can't i can't talk about a lot of this without i i, I don't I know I who hasn't get to that point yeah I, in the review i um i don't know who probably hasn't seen this at this point because it's past a billion dollars so yeah right if you're one either of either way we're going to spoil it we're reviewing it so yeah kind of have to expect it yeah i was I had no interest in seeing this. I really, did. I just was like, I, you know, Mario's one of those things that I, I like well enough, but he's, it's nowhere near the top of like my Nintendo, my love for like certain franchises from Nintendo. Um, and it was like, I'll catch this on streaming or, you know, whatever down the line. Um, but, and this is why, I, yeah, I don't, I was like, I think you might have missed some of what EFAP was talking about because they're the reason that I was like, all right, I guess I got to watch this. Because even they were like, because, man, they go hard on stuff. And so for them to be like, yeah, it's not that bad. Like for your average viewer, that you got to take that and go up a couple notches. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because yeah. um, they are going to be like, that's a good absolutely point. Again, like I said, ripping I was, it apart. I was only 20 to 30 minutes into oh, it. Yeah, 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 I didn't get a chance to enough. go back to it and I, I wanted to. Uh, but um, I mean, I do think letting some things breathe out, uh, as far as character moments that, are concerned, and certain scenes are concerned too, would have been nice just to spend a little bit more time in there. But I appreciate, I appreciated the pace they went. Like I, it's very, yes, it's, once it gets going, it's going. Yes, um, and I, I think that is a, a strength. But there are moments where I wish it had slow, it had taken the time to breathe. Yeah, because you only needed. An extra ten minutes of the movie, I think, and you, the, I, I probably would have been a little more satisfied. So, we're gonna spoil because I can't talk about some of this stuff without actually spoiling stuff in the movie. So, it's your last warning. Okay. I, I recommend I have a it. Question for you. Go see it. Uh, you know, do your whole deal. Um, okay. Question first, and then I, I, I'll keep the scene in my head that I'm thinking of specifically with character moments. But go ahead. 
Okay, so I avoided everything prior to seeing this movie for the most part, except for some things that came across my Twitter timeline. Uh, and one of the few things that kept coming, which uh, I have my own thoughts, but I just wanted to, I don't want to, I want to get your genuine thoughts. Did you think that Peach was woke and or uh, a Mary Sue or a strong boss girl, a strong girl boss? I don't. I feel like that's a trap because. I just want to know your thoughts. I don't. I don't just okay. your genuine thoughts. And I don't about mean her. you're trapping me. I mean like the internet with that question. Right. Um, I, I was fine with her. That was my thought. Uh, so well. so here. It's man, not like they just like to... she. She just came in and they didn't have any kind of like any kind of throwaway line or any sort of backstory to explain. Oh, why she would be so good? Well, are she, there moments? Go ahead. So, okay, so there's a, I, I guess there's a couple, couple things that people are overlooking. Which this goes both ways. So we have to, we gotta go at, we, you know, we kind of have to engage it, whether it's coming from dumb, like I guess if you're talking from an ideological sense, right? Because that's usually where these, these arguments come from. You you either take it from dumb people on the quote unquote left or dumb people on the quote unquote right. And in this situation, right. like a lot of the time when they're talking about girl bosses or they're talking, you know, it's like okay, yes, you're right about that a lot because that's that's pretty typical. But it's not always the case. And just because there's a a strong female character in a movie does not inherently make her a Mary Sue or any of these types of things. Uh, one, uh, Peach. And again, this is a let's let's remember that this is a kids movie, right? So you're not, and I can kind of criticize it from the point of like, yeah, it'd be great to have a little more character development. I would have actually liked to have had a little more time with each of the characters, including Peach, to sort of understand where they're coming from. But for the pacing and what they were trying to do, you get the well. She's like, I grew up here. And you know they make the joke of like, yeah, she's she is pretty good at what she does in that first that scene where like her and Mario, he he's like running Do the course. course, yeah, yeah, and she's like, yeah, I got it the first time or whatever. And it's like, but her being talented or being athletic, whatever, it, it does not make her like agenda driven, which I think is They're where coming after the children, yeah, like, like I, I, you know, it's like this is fine. This is she doesn't have to, you know. There's some stuff that I would have liked. From her, from a game perspective, it's more of like the Super Smash Brothers stuff, where you know she's got like an umbrella and she fights with that and that, and um, she has oh, this yeah, like that cool. she has this like hip thrust move that causes like an explosion and that. Just little things like that would have been nice, but like I don't know, man. She doesn't. Uh, I, I didn't get that impression. From I didn't. Her, but, I, I didn't you know, either. She, some... she cares about her her kingdom, right? Which I think is awesome. Um, to the point of where she is willing to essentially put her herself on the line in front of Bowser. And again, guys, kids, this is specifically directed at kids. Like, your stakes and a lot of the stuff happening in this are not going to be the same as stuff that you could consider to be more adult-oriented in the sense that it, it they're pushing it towards, like, a more mature audience. But there are some of those things in there. Like, she, um, she goes back and she's trying to save her kingdom and um, she doesn't, sa- really, she does not save the day. Which no, I think Mario people were worried, were worried about. Like, yeah, he he does it, and I think if if it would have been to where at the end, like if you have this 
you know, in the beginning and mid part, you know, act one and act two, she's constantly um, one upping him and better than him. And then in act yeah. three, you get there and at the climax and everything, she one one ups him again and she saves the day. That to where it's like it would have uh, been like okay. yeah okay <laughs> like why is this called Mario like a Mar- the Mario movie yeah but I yeah. I think it's okay for her to be characterized the way that she is I just I don't exactly. ha- inherently have a problem with it and uh, Matt in the troll room he, he's like girl boss not Mary Sue I guess the problem with calling her a girl boss the only thing wrong with that is that it has certain connotations yes. it has in the same way that calling something woke has certain connotations that now does too like you can't say anything anymore without it having some sort of like ideological meaning (laughs) and so the the that's kind of where it's coming from it's like she has um certain strengths and you know she uh she does she makes like mistakes like that she sets off and i don't it's me i thought this was kind of I, i was a little uh like it was like okay that was weird that that happened but like at towards the end when um she's like gets that ice power or whatever and she's like shooting at all the stuff um she sets off the bomb arm like king bomb arm and doesn't get out of the way and so i was like oh that's that was weird i mean i guess that counts as her making a mistake um so there i mean there's some stuff in the movie that again i think for the sake of them not wanting to like keeping things streamlined um there's a few of these like contrived moments of like certain things happening because other things need to happen um but for the most part i was fine with it i I think it was it was pretty enjoyable um but yeah dude i don't know i think people just it's exhausting having to to try to argue with either side when they start talking about that stuff at this point um i i mean if i think that something comes out and it's like that yeah I'll, i'll i'll say it but i just don't fully see it here someone would have to have a pretty good argument i think to be like i hate to say this but the last like two minutes you were speaking i didn't hear you because for some reason uh discord just messed with me so i had to reset my uh, audio interface and uh get back on here but i was kind of hearing bits and pieces of what you were saying because it's playing through my monitor oh you're good you're Uh, good um but yeah i think giving definitions is a main thing when so when people say girl boss or woke or mary sue what are you meaning because i think one yeah. of the things we found in conversations we've had previously on social episodes in the past when we talked about deconstructing or you know just our private conversations it's so many people when they're talking about deconstructing their faith they have uh, different definitions some people mean they're just kind of like growing in their faith and 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 you have to tear certain, certain things down in order to rebuild them, and yeah, and that's exactly. so yeah. Whereas so deconstruct. Other people mean they're committing apostasy. Sure, and this is I guess where we would have to if we were having a discussion with someone, right? And they were like, "Well, the Mario movie's woke." The first question would be like, "Why is it woke?" Right. And then we would have to break down the reasonings for that. And then honestly, man, it just gets to a point where if there's not solid definitions for things you just can't really have a very good conversation yeah because things which is why yeah which is why i tend to stray away as much as i can from certain things like mary sue has a very specific definition for me yeah it's a it's a character who basically has no flaws everyone loves doesn't ever struggle and is constantly succeeding at everything that they do yeah and this is and here's the thing 
with, when we talked about the rings of power, we definitely talked about ideology because it was so apparent in the storytelling. When it's apparent, it's fine to talk about. But when it's sure. something that's not apparent, um, it's I, like, well, you know, maybe we can guess around and, and speculate. But le- at the same time, when we talked about Rings of Power, we were just like, you know what? Forget about the ideology, too. Let's just talk about how it is as a show. And yeah, the story's so bad. Whether like, who they, cares? Yeah, whether they made characters a certain way or not, it doesn't matter, you know? And yeah, yeah I, I mean, like... What were we saying last week? Like, we just won't movies and tv shows that are good at least if you're gonna do woke make it well written (laughs) yeah like and and nothing in i mean i don't know man but that's one of the things i saw and i was just like yeah it's like okay it's like is everything at this point you know i mean can you tell the difference anymore from the quote unquote quote real world going into a different universe with new rules new yeah and uh, limitations for him and different things he has to learn and pick up on so of course he's going to struggle versus a woman that has been there her essentially her entire her entire life she she grew she says she grew up there um she understands how everything works um and the thing that I guess I guess they're kind of ignoring it. and this is the problem with a lot of those conversations with people is that they take everything out of the bigger context of the movie. So like let's say that they did make Peach a little more quote unquote like girl bossy for you know I just want to say like she's just a strong character, right? She's right. motiva- she has motivations, she's confident. Like these things in and of themselves don't make this like some sort of ideological thing or where you were saying before, like they're coming after the kids. Um, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Like we've talked about it in the past. There are plenty of times in movies that people love where that is the case. So I don't know why. And I think, and I've heard this kind of this conversation going around a little bit that in some instances people say that because it's just the thing to say right now. Because of yeah. the time frame that we live in. And because so, of the reaction. Yeah, it is possible that some of the characters that we've talked about in the past, if movies like that came out today, people would say the same thing. Because everything's so warped in ideology right now. Yeah, yeah. And, and people again, so, I, are so immersed in uh, political identity. Politics. That was kind of redundant to say, though. Yeah. Political identity politics. Yeah, whatever. A tongue to twist. They're kind of different. I mean, they're different. They, they, you know, uh, there's differences between the two. They, one is used politically, really. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't really have much else to say about that. I just, I, I it's probably, I just it's probably overblown. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so too because I was sitting there watching the entire movie. I'm like, I don't see anything wrong. It's yeah. good to have a strong female character, a a woman that's you know willing to put her life on the line that's she's a first off she's a strong female character yeah are they gonna say the her same? motivation as we said is protect those that she loves and care about even at the cost of her own self so she's willing to sacrifice that she's willing to sacrifice you know seemingly uh, sacrifice like her life to be married to uh browser right and yeah. uh even though she had no intention which i still thought was really yes. good i dude one of my favorite lines in the movie is when she goes did you really think I would marry you? And Bowser's like, kinda. <laughs> Dude, I... that, that good, right? Yeah, that's one of the things that I have to give this movie credit for. It is not, like, crazy laugh-out-loud funny, but I 
chuckled and laughed quite a bit. Like there are some very well executed jokes in this. Um, a lot of it is Bowser, and I think Bowser is excellent. I think Jack Black does a really good job um, in that role. Um, Agreed. I love the scene at the beginning with the penguins. Oh, dude! <laughs> Where you think that they're gonna? So <laughs> you think that they're gonna get into this uh, this big fight, and you know the snowballs are flying, and then they're just kind of hitting Bowser, <laughs> and he's like, "Okay." <laughs> It was so perfect to think about the video games. Yeah, as well. um, I enjoyed the scene where uh, Donkey Kong and Mario fight, and then Mario gets the cats. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and that's so the thing, man. Is they they do a pretty good job of showing like reverence to the people who grew up with Mario with some of the s- certain things. Um, I don't know if you knew this, but Charles Martinet, who did the original voice for Mario, he plays Mario's dad in this. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, and so they, they do certain things where it's like, because people were kind of wondering why they didn't just get him to play the voice of Mario. And I guess maybe it's like a, an age thing, so he maybe Mario would sound too old for the role, um, and I I think that I and Chris Pratt's a big name. They probably need yeah. a big name. I mean, you got to put butts in seats, you know. I don't know if I like. I, I'm I'm in the middle for the most part. I think there are certain voice actors in this that are better than others. Um, I, I think a lot of the cast is kind of in the middle for me, mm-hmm. and then Cranky I didn't like. As far as the voice acting, Cranky's uh, Donkey Kong's dad. Oh yeah, um, I didn't really care for Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. I thought he's fine. I mean, like, it's just unoffensive, right? And I guess that's uh, what you kind of like want from that. Like, no, I just don't picture Seth Rogen's voice and Donkey and Kong. And Donkey in Kong, the same. yeah, maybe somebody with you a know what bit I mean. It's just voice. odd to me. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I mean, nothing wrong with you know. Not speaking to Seth Rogen's acting ability, his acting in it was fine, uh, voice acting in it. It's just like I just don't see him as that character. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll have to we'll have to talk to Zach's about Peach. Yeah, Zach right? says in the troll room that he watched it yesterday and that he thinks that she's a girl boss. She just showed up one day and they made her princess. She's the best at everything. At the same time, it didn't bother me at all. It's a kid's yeah. movie. Well, I guess that's why I would say that if the the movie has a weakness, is that that doesn't characterize the, everybody enough. Yeah. Like, sure. Yeah, I would like to know why they like the Toads decided to do that. I mean, it could have been a situation where like they'd never seen anyone like her before. Like, there's a scene. So there's a scene in you know we're going back to Return of the Jedi. There's a scene in Return of the Jedi where the Ewoks come across C three PO. And they they because I guess because he looks so different, right? He's all he's gold and you know um, almost like otherworldly to them that they're like, oh, he's a god, right? And so in, that could be an easy enough explanation where they're like, oh, this girl has you know come out of nowhere or whatever. They could you know you can make something up essentially, like give that little bit of extra character and extra world building to it. Um, but it doesn't really, I don't know, it doesn't really bother me because that's. That's who she is. Like, they couldn't not make Peach the princess, right? of Of the kingdom, and they had to figure it out somehow. Yeah, I think you, uh, you know, I, 
I think you have that in the beginning, but in the end, Mario's the one that saves the day and saves the princess and saves his brother. Yeah. And so and stuff like that. I didn't really mm-hmm. care for Luigi's characterization that much. Um it's ab- a- until I started I enjoyed it better at the end. Yeah, he kind of finally came up. He had that he yeah, He gets he gets his payoff. Well, he gets his payoff. Yeah. His, yep. his, his again, we're we are talking about a pretty simple script. Right. Luigi is scared. He goes through, yeah, he goes through a pretty harrowing situation. But when it counts, he's there for his brother and he overcomes his fear. Yep. And saves Mario, essentially. So, like, there's there's a lot going on in this. Now, yeah, it's not perfect. Um, and I guess we can maybe one day, I guess. The, the question that really needs to be answered is, like, is calling, the girl boss just has a bad connotation. That in yeah. current society and current uh, conversations, it, it has a bad connotation. Yeah, just call her a feminist. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's well. That's what they're really getting at, right? Is that there's some sort of like ideological thing going on underneath that? Yeah. Kind of like we talked about last week. Um, so I, maybe we need. She's just the the strong. She is a strong female character in the same way that yeah. like Ridley was. Um, you know, she steps up. She stepped up in a, a certain situation, and I just. I just don't really I don't get, have a problem with it. I, I guess I, I kind of didn't think like when the Toads made her princess. I, I thought there was some kind of development between when she first got there and then when she well, was, she made was princess. Because she talks about that being got, like growing her up to there. that point yeah. to where it wasn't just like she's a mate. You know, you know what I mean. She's amazing at everything. She got this and stuff like that. And then I kind of took, you know, when she said to Mario, "Yeah, I got on my first try," like as a as a jest. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. kind of like I would say to you or whatnot. Yeah, I got on my first try. Yeah. You suck. Yeah. Um. Yeah. She she's not demeaning towards me. maybe. The, okay. And and Zach's is like I don't think it's a problem. Um. Uh, uh. They didn't have time to develop her character and imagine, uh, the heat they take for making her weak. Yeah. 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 So they, yeah. Maybe that's yeah. just where they had to to land is to try to you know ride that middle line because they're just like guys we're making this is ultimately made for a younger audience like let's it doesn't mean that it can't be good and that you know you can't do certain things that adults are going to like about it i mean a lot of adults went to go see this movie too i'm sure that yeah i mean um, that's why it made a billion and that's the one thing you got to think you know with making this at least this particular kids movie you're not just when it comes to mario it's should be theoretically if i'm an executive you're not just writing it for kids, but the parents who are also going to see it, which is there. And I think one of the things I can say as far as a criticism for this, another criticism, is that I think there could have been a bit more um, nuance. Uh, again, nuanced and uh, what was I going to say? Like a bit more mature themes. Because I, I would say if you look at all the better you know, kid movies like Toy Story 4, for example. Oh, not 4. Uh, no, not 4. 4 is... What was no. it? Was it Toy, 1 or you could say, Whatever. You could say Toy, Toy Story. Story. You could I'll say, just say Toy you Story. You could say Toy Story. 4 is, is, a, is a pile of crap, dude. It, you know, the one... the Anyway, the kid movies that end up doing the, <laughs> the best are typically the ones that have these overarching themes and ideas for the parents who are also bringing the kids along, along with the kids, right? So I do think there is some of that there. I just think, 
maybe it just goes back to what we said at the beginning of giving about 10 to 15 minutes more time to get to know each character. And where the, yes, a little bit of history. Like, it would have been nice, because we get quite a bit of that for Mario and Luigi, and Mario in particular. Like, he's probably got the best going on in that. I mean, like, Bowser doesn't really need it. Bowser is bad. Uh, We know he's in love with Peach, and he wants to be powerful. Like, we don't need, we don't necessarily need it with every character in the same way that we do with some of them, right? Like, um, you get yeah, and there's there's definitely a way to be excessive about that like yeah yeah you especially with far. characters who aren't interesting like that show man i'm 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 slugging through sludging i should say that night action show i was telling you about last week and it's yeah. just like guys why are we getting these why are you still watching that bad stories <laughs> about these characters that don't matter i don't give a crap that the assassins want to have this Oh, like this last episode, they want to live in this house, and then they're the people that hire them are just so privileged and this and that. I'm like, oh my, right. I'm gonna stop this show, well, but that's that's yeah. I mean, like, I don't I don't know if we really needed to get like a, a big backstory for like Toad, right? Toad's there, um, right? You know, we don't need to know about like ever uh, like the Penguin King. We don't need to know about the little like <laughs> nihilistic star that's hanging out in the cage towards the end of the movie yeah, that like right. wants to die, which I thought was pretty funny too. Like that's the thing. It's like there's it doesn't there are movies who do the mature themes in a kids movie better. Like yeah, I think old school Pixar did a lot of that very well. Yes, um, even did. old school Disney did a lot of that really well. Um, I guess it's just, but it doesn't, of the dude. It's Mar- the writers too. I don't know. It's, it's Mario. Like I'm, yeah. I'm fine with where they went with it. There, there are yeah. some great themes that you can pick up on in in this. Like we were talking about with Luigi and over overcoming fear. Um, you know the the stuff with Peach, where she is willing to sacrifice for the sake of her kingdom. Um, Mario trying again, never giving up. Yeah, never giving up. Positive outlook despite how bleak everything seems around you. Yeah, that's that stuff is is there. Um, And sure, it's not as strong, but it's fine. And you know, you even have elements of like not living up to your parents' expectations, which that'll lead me into the scene I was trying to get to beforehand with wanting a little bit more time. You know. There's this m- moment in the movie where Mario and Donkey Kong get eaten by a big fish, and they have a 30 second conversation <laughs> about oh, how yeah. th- they have not lived up to their parents' expectations. And I think you could have taken a few minutes for the two of them to have a conversation about that. That that's the the thing that sort of yep. brings them together, where it's like. You know, I I do try really hard. Like I am more than just the monkey that that pounds the ground. And you know, uh, m- you know, Mario's like I am trying to you know m- become successful in you know getting out and doing my own career. Like there's ways that you could have blended these elements into that and had this conversation, even if it's really the only bit of extra character development we get between characters in the movie. I, that scene in particular, because he he like mentions it and then. It's like, boom, we found the cart. Boom, we're out of the fish. Boom, we're here. And again, I'm fine with the pacing. I think the pacing is really good. Um, but I I think there are it's a couple moments. A bit longer. Yeah, there are a couple moments where it's like, you can take an extra minute, extra two minutes, to slow down for a second for them to have those conversations. And I don't think and it would have ruined the pacing. let that be the catalyst. 
for their journey together yeah, forward. Yeah, you you add that little bit of extra, like, man, we're, we're rooting for Mario to succeed because he is motivated to get this done, right? Um, and again, yeah, I... I, I'm kind of just I, I find most of the like ideological conversations a little boring at this point it's not yeah. that I, d- I don't mind having them but it's just it's like you're saying it's like oh well there's like people complaining on Twitter because Peach is a strong character and you're like okay well I mean like let him let him whatever the movie made it a was billion someone dollars that's like, I guess yeah. <laughs> the, the only reason I even brought that up is because some it was from someone I wasn't really expecting that from and uh, so I was like huh uh, oh, okay. I'm interested now. I'm like, unfortunately, yeah. I saw it like right before it. I went to go see it. Yeah, I would have rather have seen it right after, but yeah. either way, it's fine. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, I, it, the movie's just a lot of fun. It's it just is. a lot of fun. I. It, it's the first movie in a long time I've been like, I want to go back to oh, the theater and I, see that. Dude, I pre-ordered it. Oh my dude! On, on 4K. Yeah, I was just like, Stasker. It'll be. It's. It's just something that you can like. Digital or physical copy? Physical copy. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, get the I'm gonna get the 4K. Because um, you know that uh, book burning's coming. Yeah, and oh, so and here's the thing: is that with something like this, I do have fears that of like where this could go. And I was gonna mention this too. I, I what are like the people who are upset about Peach being kind of a strong character? Like, what happens when like they inevitably make a Super Smash Brothers movie and she's like fighting in that? Like, are they going to say the same? Like, oh, I can't Dude, believe they're, they're still. Yeah, like what? I don't know. Like, can we? I, I think you got to pick or your. Accuracy... I think you got to pick your battles a little bit. Yeah, accuracy <laughs> matters. Like, matters. One of the other reasons why we spoke the way we did regarding um, the rings of postmodernism is because I've spent a ton of time reading Tolkien, and so right. when I'm seeing uh, these changes being made. It's easy for me to spot, oh, hey, they're going against everything Tolkien wrote. Yeah. What's the reasoning behind that? Well, the only reasoning with with all of these changes has to be, you know, inserting their own ideas and political biases into the show rather than just trying to craft a story, which to me, this just seemed like somebody trying to craft a story with different Agreed. inspirations here. Hey, let's mm-hmm. try and inspire women well yeah it's like you know, let's, young women to be like this and, and, and young boys to be like this it could have been as simple as we don't want peach just being stuck in a castle yep it could have been that's pretty much all she is in uh the games yeah and they gave her character and i know that luigi sort of takes that role and i do hope that in the in the inevitable sequel that we get for this, that Luigi and Mario spend a little more time together. Yeah, that's one thing uh, too. I wish uh, kind of would have gotten more of Luigi's character in this. Yeah, it is Mario's story, but I would have liked something. Uh, dude, it'd be awesome if, they, if Luigi got a, a spinoff where he's hunting ghosts in a mansion. <laughs> yeah, I'd love great. it. There's a little bit of an homage uh, when he first gets into that spooky wood. Uh that I'm pretty sure was intentional for them doing um, like a Luigi's Mansion homage. There's like lit, like subtle stuff yeah. like that throughout the movie. Some of it's more overt. You know, it's like Mario's playing an old, like a, an NES. Uh, oh, and, yeah. and you're like, oh, all right. And there's like Duck Hunt 
pictures on the walls and um like Dude, you jump man when they got to the ocean and the uh jellyfish came and squirted them oh yeah you know uh-huh, what i'm talking about uh-huh. the little uh i forget what it's called that's just the lack of a better word yeah um yeah there's dude there's all sorts of things in it that work where you're like depending Donkey on kong's little brother was in there too right? oh yeah diddy kong was in it so was yeah. Tr- trixie i think is her name uh and there was one other one that i that's not from my donkey kong days that was also there um so yeah there's there's these little things like peppered throughout the movie that are pretty great um and i hope that hollywood learns the right lessons from this because it's what i'm always worried about right where like something does really really well and they go okay so video game movies are just popular now and then they're we're gonna get flooded with just like a ton of garbage uh video game movies kind of like in the you know this is it's not the first time that it's happened um well that's the thing is like whether whether you like the last of us or not it was pretty successful it was the show and so everything but the story was good sure (laughs) (laughs) um i think uh yeah it it, that's the the big question is what are the lessons that are going to be learned from we'll just say it from the last of us you know what the lesson is going to be learned is right oh people love video games oh they love it when the uh female is strong and (laughs) it leads yeah there's no nuance to that conversation more than likely um yeah there i you will get that so the thing that i'm worried about well not so much with nintendo i think nintendo will handle this pretty well um I guess the question for them is where are they going to go now? Because they have to be thinking about other franchises. Um, yep. Zelda is massive. So that's got to be in the pipeline somewhere. Um, and how are they going to do that? Uh, like, are it's they amazing how do... well a movie does, David, when it's not trying to preach at you. Yeah, and well, I mean, like, man, if they tried to do anything like that with... Legend of Zelda, I think people would be... Like, Nintendo has got... Uh, Shigeru Miyamoto was, I think, one of the producers on this, and he's he's a, he's a been in Nintendo forever. He's I pretty... If I remember correctly, he created Legend of Zelda, and maybe Mario, too? Um, I'm hey, a little... Maybe, um, some of that head knowledge, I, I've lost a little bit over, over the years. Um, I'm sure he's familiar with, you know, you know, Japanese culture, obviously, anime and everything, and how you were mentioning, and how we've been... You've been mentioning... In many episodes, how much is kicking America's butt as yeah. far as uh, comic books are concerned, and I'm sure plenty of strong you know, women that in those shows. Seeing in here, yep. yeah, I, we we were talking about um, Black Clover. Strong women, but we're not preaching ideology. Yeah, we were talking about Black Clover earlier, and one of my favorite characters in Black Clover is one of the like stronger women in the show. Like she's great. She's got some awesome uh, moments in the show uh, where she like comes in and like saves saves people's lives. Um, and that's that's all we're dude. It's all we're asking for. It's just like it doesn't matter whether it's like a man or a woman or or whoever. Um, it's it's the way that everything is implemented, and giving these memorable moments in uh, whether we're talking about Mario or like whatever comes in in the future, you know, um, and like having some respect for the fan base that turned these franchises into what they are today um i think mario does that um 
you know, it, it's not. It's like we talked about. It's not perfect. Um, I think it's a, it's a solid script. I think it's a little simplistic. Um, and again, it's a kids movie, but I, I think it's fine to make arguments for why something that is uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Like sold more towards kids that it's yeah. good to, like you were kind of saying like it's you want to have some of those mature themes and those those elements in there that even if the kids don't understand it adults can go and still enjoy it as well which i think m- most people who went to see this were probably like yeah that was pretty fun you know it's like maybe it's not the best thing you've ever seen but like especially if you have um some some sort of history with mario like you're probably going to get some enjoyment out of it well um, Go ahead. No, I was it. What were you going to say? I was going to say, I think you'll love this quote by Miyamoto uh, regarding the movie and why it did so well. So I had to, this is him, and I quote, so I had high expectations that the movie would do well, but when I opened the lid, I was surprised to find that it, it exceeded my expectations. It's not easy to make this far, to make it this far without a little help from luck. Moreover, overseas critic gave the critics gave the film quite low marks i think that was part of the reason for the buzz i would be happy <laughs> if they said that it changed the definition of cinema that's how lucky i was <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that's i mean there's a lot of stuff that is subjective in what we do on the show um, yeah i i think that we have pretty good arguments for like why certain elements in a script or why certain things are just like objectively bad ideas because some things work and some things don't you know right um we you know you have a lot of this marvel stuff that sucks and it still makes a lot of money um and then you have mario which is much better than (sighs) dude i kind of want to i don't know i still like quite a bit of no way home i'd have to i think i'd have to watch no way home again oh i think this is better than did no you way like home. this more than no way home i yeah i i want to agree but i i that's what i want to say is that i think this is better than anything marvel's done in quite a long time yeah um the, and a lot of it dude is just like the script is really solid it just it's it's not perfect but it's Even the if- pacing works so well and like I don't know, maybe on like re- it's repeat like viewings, you're going to notice wild. stuff. Sure. Yeah, it just, it goes and it, and it works really well. And there's like, like, sure, you can like question certain things about it. I mean, if you really want to pick something apart, like it's pretty easy to do. But I mean, I, yeah, I just, it, it's hard for me for whatever reason. And and maybe there's like, a, I'm a, a little bit of, of a softy because it, there's that, little bit of me like my my love for certain nostalgic things hasn't been fully destroyed by like modern cinema um but yeah i just like i don't know man i just was like smiling through this and just really enjoying watching it and it's that doesn't happen very often anymore yeah Um, it really doesn't and maybe that's part of it and maybe like a year down the line like watch this again and be like yeah it's it's all right (laughs) you know what i mean like it could it could happen but it's not bad, and no. um, yeah, I, I I'm on the edge with uh, No Way Home, but it is a ve- if it's took- very if you took that out, it's I mean it's still way stronger than any anything else that they've put out in, in phase in four, phase four and, I guess and phase five now. You know, uh, we'll see. I haven't. I mean, I haven't watched Endgame in a really long time, but 
even with like the TV, like all of the Marvel TV shows, if you add all of that in, um, Mario just Star Wars stuff. Yeah, Mario hits the right buttons, I think. Um, and even me, The Last of Us. Yeah, no, that's not Disney. Yeah. Um, there's there's definitely something about this movie that goes. it, It doesn't just like work because it's like a popular Nintendo character. Like there yep. is something to this story and the characters and there's a lot to really like in this. Um, you know, not everything worked for me. I think like it definitely has those moments too where it you kind of get reminded it's a kid's movie, whether it's like, a, and I can't remember, cause it, like the jokes didn't quite stick with me, but there are definitely moments where you're like, oh yeah, okay. Um, it was like that, that's kind of whatever. Um, and again, like I said, I, I, if in a weird way, if the pacing is its strength, but in those moments, like we were talking about where a little bit of extra character development and taking those few extra minutes to slow down. So the, the pacing is its strength and also a bit of the criticism that I have for it, because it kind of just blasts through certain moments where it's like, man, I would have liked Mario and Donkey Kong to just talk, talk things out a little bit more. Um, but it, it's not, there's not much that I really have to have to complain about. I mean, I think it's what kind of keeps it from uh, getting as high as something like um, like Arcane for me. Yeah. Um, oh, Arcane was sweet. But it. Uh, I'm cautiously optimistic about season two. No, I want season two to be really good. And that word, tr- those two words anybody. now are triggers for me. Cautiously optimistic. You can, dude, you can't say anything. It's funny because we were, you know, we were uh, we were talking about it before, and and Matthew even was saying that like. You know, like girl boss is kind of a, uh, it uh, has a lot of connotations. But like he was like, so does the OK symbol. Remember when that was a thing? Yeah. And then, dude, even saying female, like using female in a proper context, we're being like, you don't say strong woman character. It's a strong female character. That's just, dude, the correct you can't even way say to say that. Now, ladies, I know she's Apparently a strong lady. <laughs> ladies now, according to this uh, PhD. Uh, oh, lady I saw on Twitter. <laughs> Is it right to refer to? You just like I'm like, come on, just, it's the counter opposite of gentlemen. Like, <laughs> yeah, ladies and gentlemen. It's just like, can we get can we get a life to where we don't argue about the things that don't matter? Well, it's like we were talking about with deconstruction before, where it's like that's the kind of deconstruction where they're just trying to tear it down and they don't have a solution. So it's like, oh, you can't say you can't say female anymore. Like you can't refer to. Um, a character in a movie is like a strong female character. It's like, what? Why? Well, you just can't. And it's like, so you don't have a solution. You just want to tear down something that you don't like. Right. Whereas, like, when you talk about what, when we try to deconstruct media, one of the things that we try to do is give examples of how it could also be better. Like, what yep. works, what doesn't work. And that's where it has to come from. And, you know, we get that thing all the time where people are like, oh, you're so negative about stuff. And it's like, hang on like we do try to give solutions like just because just because we hate something like a a show or whatever right like rings of power like i hated rings of power like i i got very little enjoyment out of it and the enjoyment i got out of it was because of how stupid certain things were sometimes you know here's the thing we may not always be right but we're never wrong strong them characters (laughs) 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 i don't know why that got me um, yeah, you're right. And so I think, you know, just so many 
and that's the thing, even with TikTok, is like we say something about, oh, hey, how Killmonger should have been brought back or they should have gotten a, another black male to play back Black Panther for this movie, recasted him. Sure. Uh, for the multiple reasons that we gave, like all of a sudden we hate women. Yeah. According to TikTok. But it's just low IQ. You oh, know, dude, it's smooth of, brains. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. It's just people not actually listening to our argument and dude, saying, that's well, so... hey, you know what? I agree with you here. Actually, I disagree with you here. I'm fine. People don't have to agree with us. There's many people that, you know, I'll send, I'll, I'll send to you who reply back to us that may not agree with us, but they at least give a well thought out comment. They're not just yeah. making assumptions. And probably most of those are just bots anyway. Maybe I honestly do though. At this point, I think a lot of them are real people because like you will occasionally get those actual video responses from people, and it's like, oh my gosh, you actually believe this? Like you took the time to <laughs> yeah. to like physically respond, and it's it's like, uh, okay, okay, like agree to disagree. Then I guess, but you can't. Dude, you're never gonna win everybody over, and it's never. Yeah. It's, it's just we, fine to disagree at this point. Like I, I'm just like yep. okay, uh, you know, if trying to take the time to address like my concerns about say Marvel or whatever, and you're just like, well, you're in this ist, this phobe, this whatever. You're like, I don't know. It, I I don't think I'm gonna change your mind about that. Um. So, just go away, you know. Yeah. Like, and I tell them all the time, David is, but I'm not. So yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I think you know one of the things I wish, I wish we had more time to spend doing this because I know we both just enjoy this so much and we appreciate everyone who, you know, uh, we we don't just consider those who listen to us listeners. Um, and there's a purpose and a reason why we don't call y'all fans or, or our audience or anything, any of those terms. Instead, we refer to you as producers. And you may just be a uh, listening producer. Um, you may be a producer uh, who has, you know, donated. You may be a producer that has, I say donated your money, yeah. donated, you, you know, your artwork like Whoopa uh, and doing different thumbnails for us and, uh, you know, I just want to bring up the value for value system for yeah. a minute before we get done. And, you know, we enjoy doing this. We want to spend more time. But one of the things that we do need is more financial support so that we can offer y'all more value um, and quality. Uh, so that means and quantity. And so <laughs> it's, you know, we have to have the means to keep the lights running. And so if you do want to become a producer, uh, you can donate your time, talent, and treasure. You just click the direct.me link, and there you will find everything that you need. Our PayPal link, you'll find our social media uh, links, you'll find our, what else is there, David? Our email, yeah. and much more. And send us, send us an email. Um, and that's the other thing. If you, if you give money, if you do anything, note. send us an email, send us a note if you do it on PayPal, and we'll read it live on the air. Engage with us. We enjoy the engagement. And, you know, we want to make this a community. This And this is the thing. If anybody wants to do merch with, you know, with us um, as far as, you know, do, I'm just throwing ideas like shirts or whatnot with our logo or you want to do this or that. We're, you know, you credit us, 
we're fine. You know, this isn't. Yeah. We're not trying to hire lawyers over here and get involved like that. We don't want I meetings. Ain't got the time, man. No. Nah. Yeah. I hate, but we do I hate meetings. Uh, yeah. Right. There are like meetings are like ninety percent of the time meetings are a uh, identifier of a lack of communication between people. Yep. Um, now the bigger you get in a company, like obviously you kind of have to do something like that. But when you have a pretty small business, having meetings is because people just have a have like trouble communicating with each with each other throughout yeah. the week, where they just can't be like, "Hey, here's what's going on. Can we can we solve this?" You know, right? And so I brought and I bring all that up because a fight me, you know, Sorry. Dave and I don't like meetings, but with as far as like with the merch, <laughs> if you're if you're good at audio editing, uh, you know, video editing. Whatever you like, you can donate that to us. But specifically, if y'all could, if you're getting value <laughs> from us, and you can donate to us, whatever that means to you. If that's $1, if that's $1,000, um, at anything below $100 gets you a producer credit that you can put on IMDb. Anything above $100 uh to 200 gives you an associate executive producer credit anything above 200 dollars, and you immediately become an executive producer of the show and these are credits that credits you can put anywhere that receives um entertainment credits and we will vouch for them these aren't fake credits you can put them on an imdb page imdb page if you have one and anywhere else that accepts them yeah man um and uh i i want to come up with like a so you know how uh, No Agenda calls their uh, you you said listening producers they call them douchebags. I want to I want I want to I want us to have a thing for that too, like calling them freeloaders or I can't remember what Mo used to call them. Uh, hey man, we love the we love the freeloaders. I, I love it. the freeloaders. Yeah. dude. I love the freeloaders too. It was just so funny because I think Matt I last think, last think week was like, "Can I get a producer credit for listening?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> Yeah, we got to come up with something. We got to come up with terminology. <laughs> Maybe it'll be freeloader. Troll room, yeah. I, yeah, we've got, you know, we, we don't like to call it chat. Even though I, you know, we slip up and call it chat occasionally. Um, you know, it is the troll room. We want you guys to to join us live and, uh, you know, mess with us, mess with everybody else in the room. Um, you know, there's a lot of people who come in, dude. It's so funny. Like, we'll have instances where like Jake or Whoopa being here, and they're like talking about Whoop Stotska, and some random person will come in, and they're like, "What is what? this?" Yeah, they're like, "I am so confused." <laughs> and dude, that's it's me fine, still. Man. Yeah, I, I mean, that's it's all part of it. Like, that's just kind of the nature of the troll room and um, messing with people. And some people are gonna understand that, and some people aren't gonna. They aren't gonna get it. Um, and that's totally fine. So. Uh yeah man I don't uh if people want to make clips of our podcast I'm just again if people <laughs> want to do whatever you know you just let us know yes and if we like it we'll prove it we don't even have to like it you can probably just do it <laughs> I don't know we kind of have to like it <laughs> well, I'm just mean if we post it from our official channel fair enough fair enough um yeah uh you know. I uh that I guess that's it, right? I don't we're you know, that's the it. show's probably gonna be a little more casual for a while, um, until I get it's a little more settled in. Yeah. Um I wanna do some more game streams. Things have just been pretty crazy. 
uh, the last yeah, couple I of weeks. I want to get to making more clips too for the YouTubers and for the social meteors. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, there, when I am a, a stronger editor and I can really start pushing through things without it being a major hassle, we'll probably start getting more stuff out from the channel. Um, we're getting there and I'm, I'm learning to sacrifice certain things to make sure that content is actually being delivered. Uh, yep. my boss actually kind of encouraged me with that. Um, no matter what you think of Google, uh, one of the, I guess it was a quote from them and it, and it works in some ways, even though I know Google has failed at a lot of things. Uh, but they say done is better than perfect. Um, and if you aren't an editor and you've never done like video editing, audio editing, anything like that, one of the things that happens is that you really like it's in, it becomes important, especially if I'm going to put something on my portfolio or be like, hey, yep. here's something I do. Here's a link to the stuff that I do. I want it to be good. Um, yep. But stuff has to be complete as well. And so I'm learning to balance that a little bit and yep. understanding that there's room to learn. Uh, in the process while also continuing to get things done. Yep. Don't be evil. Yeah, yeah that's their other one, but not Don't let <laughs> don't let good be the enemy enemy of perfect. Yeah. And And that's what I've learned too. I mean, I didn't know how to freaking edit videos before. Right. <laughs> you know, I got you to show me and now we got freaking clips that have popped off. Yeah, on, man. Yeah. You know, all of our accounts and stuff like that. And I'm still learning and I've been learning um, oh man, there's so much. Uh, it's not Adobe it, Rush, but Premiere. I've been learning Premiere yeah. um, a bit uh, when I've had time here and there, so that when I do start using it, I can know sort of more of what I'm doing. When like you showed me and stuff, I've been trying yeah. to watch videos and stuff like that. So Good. yeah, Good. even if you never edited yeah. before, if it's something you're interested in, just get started. I mean, Adobe Rush was a great start for me because it's very very basic. Yep. iMovie. Any of the stuff that is your basic editing yeah, software. Yeah, I think I started on iMovie, actually. Yeah. You can do a lot in those um, with just a little bit of time learned and um, eventually move your way up. Um, but it does get, man, some of that stuff, it's like, it'll melt your brain a little bit. It will. Because um, there's still a lot of things that I'm learning how to, like, tweak. And that's what it becomes, is like, after a while, you know what you're doing, and then it becomes a, all right, this is good. It's like, how do I make it that like degree better? You know, how do I do this yep. thing that I've seen? Or how do I make my content like pop just a little bit more? Where, how can I take something and edit? Uh, one of the things that I do is like, I'll finish an edit and I'll sit on it for mm -hmm. at least a couple hours. And what usually ends up happening is that I'll be thinking about it while I'm doing other stuff. And I'll go, oh, that's the solution for the problem that I had. Like, oh, I needed to cut this audio track. Uh, how do I do that in a way that is going to be pretty much unrecognizable to anybody listening to this? Um, yep. There are ways. And there's tricks that you pick up. Um, anyway, I know this is like shop. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening to episode 135 of The Underground. Um, we will be back next week with our review of Guardians, Guardians. of the Galaxy 3. Um, probably some more talk about Citadel as well. I, that'll probably... Perhaps. Like, yeah, like we said, things are probably going to be a little more casual for a while, um, which I think is fine. Um, I, I kind of like it, just... 
being able yeah. to to you freeloaders can't complain anyway. Yeah, that's we true. Love it's true. Um, but listen, we love y'all. Um, we're we're so thankful for the people who have been uh, who are here like on a weekly basis in in the room and everybody who's been downloading the show and, and listening. And honestly, at this point, like until we get to a place where we just have too much coming in, like if you're listening to the show, if there's stuff that you like. Um, you can send us an email. Um, that stuff is in the show notes. Um, like, just let us let us know your thoughts about anything that's going on. If there was a topic that you agreed with, that you disagreed with, we can always grab that kind of stuff as content for the show as well. Until we get to a place where we're gonna almost like require it to be coming from like paying producers. So, yeah, um, just don't hurt David's one feeling here. Oh yeah, though yeah yeah, <laughs> it's hard, but they exist. Um, So again, thank you guys so much, and until next time, y'all take it easy.